Hey, this is Comic Picks by the Glick. And I'm your host, Jason Glick. Hey, how are you doing today, Jason? I'm good, John. Hey, you know what? What? Rob's not here. Oh. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah, it's like, um, I know I promised last time that it was going to be about like the Hellfire Gala and Rob is going to be around to join us. But, well, we're going to need a little bit more time to uh, like to talk about, to get ready for that like before it happens. But in the meantime, I, I have something. All right. So what are you going to talk about tonight? Hellfire Gala or are you going to wait? Uh, no, it's like, I got something I was actually going to talk about way back in, way back in July, because like true story, um, when I did a podcast about, um, black widow comics, that was actually a last minute replacement for something, for something. Cause back, back in July, I thought I had the last volume of, um, Brian Michael Bendis's run on Superman. Turns out I was wrong. There was actually like one more volume of his act his run on action comics. And, um, well, it's like, so, so it turns out that, Hey, I've got it now. The final volume of his action comics run and the final volume of his run in Superman in general. Awesome. Which, yeah. So, so here it is. And it's basically a question of like, you know, do a lot of little, like, you know, enjoyable moments, like, um, make for a, in, make for an, an enjoyable run on a series, especially when you, don't really feel like the uh, like the overall like you know big picture of the series has been is really co- is really coherent and all. So that's my feeling about it. And you know it starts with IQ is like a six issue miniseries, The Man of Steel, which you know it's like when Bendis was um, jump ship from Marvel to uh, to DC, it was a huge deal. So because Bendis had been working for Marvel for for years, for the better part of a decade, and had created like you know several like you know like outstanding hits like for for the publisher for like from ultimate spider-man to like to his event to his um avengers run it's like and also some stuff that you know was that had some good ideas but you know wasn't like on quite the same level it's like his um it's like his like his ex his x-men stories to like you know to give to give one example and you know maybe his run on like guardians of the galaxy as well but you know it's like bendis had always shown that he was capable of delivering a decent standard of of quality, even if like, you know, it was start by the end of his um tenure at Marvel, it's like it was starting to feel like, you know, maybe, just maybe like his glory days were behind him. So, but still, like you kind of figure that, you know, Ben was always gonna be at Marvel. And um, he's just gonna like, you know, keep working way his way through the cat the like like the um closer's cast of characters to the point where he just didn't have anyone he wanted to work on, period. Well, that didn't happen. And so we find out that hey, he's run, he's going to D, he was going to DC, and he's also going to take up a uh, residence on um, like on one when it's on um, big iconic superheroes like Superman, like like um, Peter Tomasi and Dan Jurgens were were in the middle of like their own runs on the character, like spinning out of the Rebirth, um, like um, in Rebirth event slash initiative, and um, Bendis was basically like you know kind of like. Like displacing him because you know we figured, hey, you know it's Bendis, man. It's like he's coming to DC. He's going to do whatever the hell he wants, you know, like to start. And so, and DC let him have it. They gave him like six six issue Man of Steel to set out set out his story, and it was yeah, it wasn't bad. You know, it set up the idea of like, hey, you know, it's like there's this big big bad dude, Rogelzar, who um is it's like who may or may not have been responsible for the uh, destruction 
destruction of Krypton. It's like, and he's like so bad that he that he just like you know murdered everyone in Kandor because hey, you know, it's like that's the kind of thing thing bad guys do like when they want to like make make an impression. You know? And also when you realize that hey, you know, it's like no one's ever gonna do anything with Kandor in the first place. So why don't just like just kill him, just like show how, show how big how bad this new new villain is. So so um, Man of Steel basically had like was basically there to you know show you what Bendis was gonna do. And it was like Rogue Lazar was the big introduction of the new villain. Um the idea that you know Lois Lane and um and his son and Superman's son John Kent were gonna go out into space with his um alternate universe alternate universe version of his father, um Jor Jor El like so so that um John could learn learn to use his powers better. It's like, oh, and at the very end it turns out that hey, you know, like there were these fires being set like throughout um, Metropolis and it turns out this one kid, you know, so that, Hey, you know, I saw Superman, like, you know, he was one who was setting them. And so this is where we are when it like, it begins like, you know, Bendis's run with um, the twin volumes of um, Fan Phantom Earth and Invisible Mafia. And interestingly enough, like rereading this, it actually becomes clear that, you know, like these, um, like, like these, uh, like these two, these two titles he's writing, Action Comics and Superman, they're not really um, two sides of the same story. I mean, they'll ref make references to each other, but um, you don't necessarily need to read both of them because um, Superman is basically like you know the big like um, epic superhero stuff. It's basically like you know Superman, you know, fighting these like these galaxy uh, and world-ending threats, like. This is like where you'll see see him fight it, pick up the, uh, the threat against uh, the threat against Rogel Czar, and also like you know what's what's going on with his son. It's like, and also the uh, eventual formation of the United Planets because this also kind of sort of ties into um, his uh, Legion of Superheroes run run as well. And I got it. It's like I kind of like seeing that you know Bendis is like like is building like a continuity between like you know the titles he's he's running on. He's writing on DC because his action comics run, which is definitely the more street level of the two, because it focuses on like the quote unquote invisible mafia. Because it turns out these there's some criminal element that has gotten wise to how Superman operates, like in Metropolis, and so they're doing like things like you know they only meet in lead lined, in on um, big lead lined pipes that Superman can't see can't see through. And, you know they don't say Superman whenever they're meeting with him. They say you know like the alien. It's like, or just, you know, like stuff that doesn't identify him by, it's like by name. It's like, and that kind of, yeah, that kind of, that kind of stuff is fun. It's like, and there's also like a new, another new villain, like in action comics, like the Red Cloud, who is a, who's a villain who's like, you know, as the name implies, like a Red Cloud. It's like, like someone who is like intangible. It's like, and I'm, and is very good with, you know, like with, um, it's like with, you know, like, um, choke with, um, choking the life out of, Life out of someone, and even physical attacks. So someone who can't be um, directly punched, um, like you know, by Superman in, in, into submission. Oh, and it turns out that she's actually like you know one of the one of the new reporters at it's like it's like at the Daily Planet. So it's like there's there's all sorts of intrigue that's set up in these like in these first couple of volume volumes. Um, the thing is though that as as this go as um Bendis's runs goes on on both titles you know it's like it kind of it shows you that he's got like some big ideas you know like like i said about the uh, setup of like the uh like the, the united like the united planets government and that's something that you know it's like 
it kind of feels like you know it's like he can like you know try, he's trying to like willing to being just by saying it it's like and it's like and that's and um you just can't do that you, just, you need to actually set up the groundwork of just you know like showing you like how these planets planets come together it's like and it's just and it doesn't quite um you know have the and he doesn't quite pull that off with the first couple of volumes and then there's the um big reveal of like superman like saying like oh i want to um i'm going to reveal my identity to everyone which happens in the third volume of his um superman run like the truth revealed and it's like there's a lot of good stuff about that it's like there's a lot like the detail the details are good such as when you find out um like when um when um perry wright meets with um like Clark Kent afterwards and he tells him like, okay, Clark, I got to fire you for Juno, but I'm going to hire you back as Superman. And that's really cute. And then he says like, yeah, it's like, I look forward to having you, um, it's like, like having you like get all your, um, stories in online on time, you know? And Clark's like, uh, you know, that, that, that wasn't actually an act, Perry. It's like, what? and Perry's like, what? Okay. You know, I can believe you. It's like, you know, like not getting your, your stories in on time because you know, Hey, you have to go somewhere, but you know, just saying that you can't get in your, get in your stories on time. Cause you, even if you've got super speed, it's like, that's, that's kind of cute. And also like Superman saying, then Clark says like, yeah, I was just like doing all those typos as an act of miracle sol solidarity with Lois. And Lois is like, Oh, that's so sweet. So it's, it's like, there's, it's, it's cute and all it's like, but at the same time though, there's, doesn't really feel like there was like a huge need for Superman to do this. Like it was just kind of like a, hey, you know what? We're just going to go ahead and uh, like you know reveal Superman's identity after all this time. It's like okay, so it's, so doing that just kind of feels weird. But I will say that DC does seem to be DC and Bendis seem to have done a better job of justifying it after the fact. Basically, in the sense that you know, like in in the final volume mythological like superman basically acknowledges that okay it's like you know my dad came back from my dad dad came back from the dead my son like grew up like years without me it's like i mean this is like maybe this what i was doing with like revealing my identity was just a uh like a means of like trying to exert some control over my life it's like and so in terms of like, just finding it after the fact you know that's that's cool and all it's like and also it turns out that you know hey it turns out that Clark Kent is not going to be Superman for much longer because, well, his son John is assuming the mantle. It's like, and Superman is going to go and do do other stuff like out on the cosmos. So I'm, so yeah, it's like seeing this is a kind of like a first step towards like you know Clark Kent not being Superman anymore, not being Superman anymore, but not being Superman just you know until it becomes commercially inviable for like you know for that stuff to happen because we all know he'll be back at some point. I mean, it'd be interesting if he if the DC didn't bring him back as Superman at some point, but we all know he will because that's how things have gone in the past. But but yeah, it's like it's, that kind of thing is just kind of like, it just kind of feels like we it just felt weird reading it there and same goes for like the uh, it's like the final, I guess like to keep keep on with like the Superman line, like there's like it's like there's um like the final volume mythological it continues like the uh, fallout from Superman revealing his identity. It's like, Hey, it turns out that um, like the, the other it's like that one of the other big um, like news, like a newspapers in the plant, like on the, uh, it's like, like in, like in, in, uh, in Metropolis are also like have, like have their own plans for the, like for this as well. 
And there's also um, like an interesting two-parter where, like, where Superman meets up with um, meets up with the current Doctor Fate and um, fights you know fights one of the the uh, Lord Lords of Chaos. You know, it's fine. It's like it's good. It's like you know, it's a good like it's a good little two two-parter like like story for for what it is. And especially like one of the ones where like, you know Superman realizes like, you know what's like the uh, like the level of chaos that's going on in his life, for lack of a better term. But um, and then there's the uh, final um, fi- final story, which is about the uh, which has an interesting idea. It's like and it's it's the uh, title story, mythological. Basically, a uh, an alien race um, witnesses um, like Superman or like um, Kal El being shot out from Krypton and um, like being sent to Earth, and they realize that oh my God, it's like so he's going to be grow up to be like a monster, like a giant like a giant weapon like under like earth's yellow sun oh my god what do we have in order to combat that and that's an interesting setup you know just the idea like you know like it like what how is like you know like superman gonna be revealed like can be viewed by a by this alien race it's like in terms of like you know just like his power and what you know what he can do and what happens to like the person who is like chosen to be like you know this like this race, the uh, the Sinmar, the Sinmar's um, Utopica, um, for lack of a better term. Um, he, it's like there, like what's what's he going to do when he's chosen to be, um, you know, their like basically their Superman, their ultimate weapon, and then nothing happens. It's like it's a story that kind of like subsists on that idea, but kind of like as it plays out, it's just like a lot of like you know. Like a Superman and the Sinmar Utopica, you know, fighting like for like four issues. And while I, I I appreciate the idea that you know that Superman is just going to like you know try his best to like saying, oh, I like I don't want to fight you, but he has to hit him anyway just because the guy guy just won't stop fighting, won't stop hitting him. It's you know, it's an idea that you know it's it's a storyline that um that's more entertaining in concept than it is in actuality, even as you know the very end of it you know plays on to the idea of like the the galact like the united planets um concept you know finally paying off as you know like as as a group of the as several of its members show up to help superman out like in like in this time of need against the um sinmar the utopica and um and then the uh, like and then the uh volume ends with like you know superman and lois you know like talking to this girl on the uh it's like on the roof of a, of a uh, of one of the metropolis's um like buildings and saying how much they like her they like her music and they just want to uh it's like they just want to like just have have them have her serenade her for, have them have her serenade them for a bit and it's nice but it's yeah so it's the, like this is this the superman the, the certain superman is a it's like it's like all the big superhero stuff and it's like if you kind of like your superhero like action where it's like you know like big high concept stuff where it's like you know people are fighting for the fate of worlds it's like and all it's like then yeah this is like the one the bendis the run you'd want to read and there are lots of little good stories here and i also want to mention that um the uh the truth revealed where the, the volume where superman reveals his identity also collects the uh two special issues where it's like where his friends and his villains you know react to this and those are some really good um, anthology stories, like antho- anthology issues, especially for the bits where um, Matt Fraction and um, Steve Lieber, you know, offer their perspectives on it. From 
basically like you know like Jimmy Olsen, you know, like realizing that hey, you know, first I realized I thought there were only two people who called me Jim, but then I realized there was only one. That's cute. But then there's the bit in the villains issue where Lex Luthor like finds out there's someone's left 99 messages on his answering machine. And the first one is just cackling laughter from the Joker. The next one is more cackling laughter from the Joker. And the more is just like after all the rest is cackling laughter from the Joker with him saying at one point, Oh, Lex, you didn't know all this time. It's like, it's, it's pretty great. As is like the one page, their one page nine panel interpretation of Steve, of Steve Lombardo, just like fuming at the idea that, that Superman was Clark Kent, him. It's like, it's, it's even if like the, like the moment that the idea, like, you know, Superman suddenly revealing his identity was felt like came from right out of nowhere. The effort to justify it was actually pretty strong. But to get back to the um, action comic side of side of things, well, while Invisible Mafia, the first volume, was pretty was pretty strong, and I think that does a good a great job of like you know setting up the uh, it's like you know this idea like a uh, like a like a criminal element that Superman you know isn't aware of and that has gone through great lengths to make them themselves invisible to him. It's like was pretty strong. It bits put on the back burner immediately in the next volume which is called leviathan rising and um because it's basically a um five issue setup for bendis and bendis and alex Maleev's um event leviathan miniseries which meh it's like it was just like you know six issues of just like who is leviathan and it's like oh wait it's like the guy used to be manhunter it's like oh, man it's and you're probably like wait who is like manhunter manhunter who it's like interesting. Like, yeah, it's, it's Mark Shaw, man. It's like Mark who? Yeah. It's like if you're like me and you're and you just got to the end of that and you were like, huh? It's like yeah. It's like that's that's all you need to know about it. I will say that the setup for this, like the idea of like you know all the uh, um, it's like the spy agencies in DC DC universe, like check checkmate, Leviathan, Spiral, like um being the DEO being um taken out is a is an is an interesting is a cool idea. It's like the uh, Leviathan Hunt is like is good setup for a series that ultimately doesn't deliver on things. Um, the follow up volume Leviathan Hunt sounds like it's going to be more of the same, but it actually but it but it actually gets back to the business of the Invisible Mafia. It's like even though like you know, Leviathan does make his 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 um presence felt in a couple of issues. This is mainly like you know. More of like Bendis getting back to, um, you know, dealing with like with the problem of the mafia, and and also like you know introducing like his um like his new like his new character um like Naomi who's get, soon to be getting her own TV series like I can't remember if it's like if it's coming straight to HBO Max versus coming to the CW and then HBO Max but yeah she's getting her own series. And it's like you know introducing her to the like to the wider DCU. It's like and it's and it's nice. Like her, her introduction is pretty, like it's fun and all. It's like, and Superman, like you know, does a good job, of, like you know, like being a good, like a good mentor to her. And there's a, like another fun moment where you know, where um, she's interested in the idea of Leviathan as um, Batman is examining her, and she's like, "Wait, who's Leviathan?" And she's like, and Batman's like, you know, according to your pulse, not you. So yeah, that's that's cute. And and also, um, he also touches into um, like. One of the things that was going on at the time was um, Lex Luthor, you know, becoming the apex Lex version of himself, like as part of the as part of um, Scott Snyder's um, run on Justice League, and um, giving um, 
like you know special gifts to like to other villains in the DCU, including um the Red Cloud. So he gives her, he gives her like a uh, an upgrade allows her to maintain her form like like at all time because she was having some problems with with that. And um also it's like you know even though like you know Luther is like the definitive Superman villain, he's not someone who factors into um Benton's run on a huge level, mainly because of the fact that you know Snyder was using him like you know as, as the main villain for his Justice League run at the time. Still though, it's like you know he does show up like every so often, and he even gives um Lois Lane a special box, a lead-lined box, of course, because you know Superman can't see, can't see through lead, and it also leads to um them realizing like who's actually like you know the new owner of the Daily Planet, and it's bad news for them because you know just when they thought they had caught a break, you know as a um print publisher in a digital world, well, uh, turns out Lex's gift like is very much a po- poison chalice in that. In that regard, and this is like the one time where like the runs do cross over because the bits where you find out about oh like how like what Luther gave them like do are are are, are specifically in those two issues where um like Superman um like or like the villains react to us villains and the heroes react to Superman's um like you know outing so basically it's like like you while well, you can read. Um, like Superman by Bendis, like volumes one through four, without touching um action comics. If you just want to read um action comics, you either need to um pick up um the Truth Revealed or pick up Superman Heroes and Superman Villains one, like the the, the, the single issues just to get the full story. And because you know after that we get the uh, then we get like the one volume where Luther does um, have a big. Like have a big role in it, and it's um like Metrop- Metropolis burning, where it turns out that you know his Legion of Injustice decided to take a break from harassing the Justice League, and said decided to like, harass Superman specifically because it turns out that they they've um like they've decided to team up with Leviathan like and like and the Red Cloud to um like to um to, like um to, like to help time burn not to, not really to basically burn um, Metropolis to the ground, but really take the fight to Superman in Metropolis because they know it's the one place that um, he won't, um, like, you know, go, like, um, go full strength because if he did, you know, then it just leveled the entire, entire town. And on one hand, like, well, let's, you know, that's, that's a solid enough premise. It's like, it's like, and, um, and, it, it, and there's like there's some good superhero reactions. Like it, it it's a storyline that's just that um that doesn't quite come together because it basically hinges on the idea that um you know Leviathan's gonna betray um Luther in the end because he realizes that um because Leviathan like really does want to make the world a better place, but he's doing it in a way that's you know gonna leave a lot of people good people in bad places. And um Superman's not not like not about that, and um, and also like Luther also figures that he's got um the red cloud under her, like under his thumb, because like the upgrade he gave her. But you know it's like she's not also the one who's going to like who wants to like you know, like you know go answer Luther's beck and call just because like hey all right Luther, you got you got spread under your thumb now now go ahead and kill him, and she's like uh yes I kind of want to but because you're the one who's saying that it's like I don't. I'm not sure I want to do that, really. It's like, so yeah, there's some, like I said, good ideas here, but not, 
but it's like in the end it just kind of feels like oh it's like you know we're gonna like like Luke is like in Justice League is gonna like you know fight Superman and some of his friends for a bit and then it's all gonna like um stop because turns out that Luther's alliance wasn't really as as um as solid as he thought. Now well there's like a uh it's probably a good point to be made about you know Luther Luther and his arrogance right there. It's like the story isn't quite the one that, that makes it. Still though, we get the uh, final it's like the, the finale of um like a Benson's run. And I guess if you're going to read like like one like one volume last, it would probably be this one. Um the House of Kent. The uh the volume that I was wait that I should have waited on, you know, in order to do this series right the first time. That I that I did wait to do this series right eventually. <laughs> gotcha. So it's it's like it's basically it's it focuses like on the uh, it's like on like on the Red Cloud and her her efforts to try and finally do Superman in like on on her own terms, and also um, the uh, leader of the Invisible Mafia in her attempts to just try and like finally um, bring it's like bring Metropolis under her control and specifically the Daily Planet. And um, she's got some plans plans to do that, specifically like by revealing that Lois Lane is not from this universe. Oh, and also Superman has to do with the idea that um, that hey, you know, Connor Kent, you know, hey, he's like a ver- he's a version of um, Superboy from the previous universe, and just you know, what is up with that man? So yeah, it's like Bendis does you know try to like, make a lot of nods to the ideas that hey, you know, like the DC universe has been rebooted a couple times, huh? Isn't that strange? But it's really kind of like on the idea of like his um, like time is broken or the mutant revolution um, bits from the Marvel when he's working with the Marvel Universe. It's like something that's fun to shout about and like make it seem like, hey, this is really important, but it doesn't actually come to a whole lot. It's like in the end. And, you know, there's some and again, there's some good, good stuff here. It's like the fight with the parasite from another from another dimension with like was cool. It's like the bit where um Lois Lane challenges um like um Agent Chase to figure out oh no you can figure out what's going on I trust you and the ultimate choice that um Ren gives the Red Cloud when he finally gets her dead to rights you know it's like I think it's like it's definitely believable it's like it's 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 a kind of like morality like I like seeing like you know Superman on hand to like to deal with but and then you get to like the final couple of pages which is just you know Superman and like I'm um, Clark and John just realizing, hey, you know, we don't have to, let's not save the world this time. Let's take a whole day to ourselves and just do like a lot of, just help a lot of people. And, you know, like these, like these last couple pages are definitely, it's like, are definitely fun. Just you know, seeing him, him working with his son, like just to like make, make the world, world, and make Metropolis like a little better, like by, by their actions. And that's, that's good. It's like, so even if, now there's a lot of stuff here that doesn't work, like in terms of the big picture stuff. There's so many little things here that I look at this and think, you know, it's like even if it didn't come together, I still wouldn't mind wouldn't have mind seeing um Bendisite go on for like another couple volumes on either series. Just because it seems like he had he did have a good handle on all the characters to the point where like you know, it's like all the all these great character moments were like a lot of fun to observe. It's like and it was it's like, and overall, it's like, you know, I did enjoy re- um, rereading these, it's like, in the end, especially since there's a lot of good art 
like through each each of these series like the majority of his superman run is illustrated by ivan rice and the guy is just like you know just it's fantastic with like all the detail he provides it's like and he's good with like the big like you know, epic superhero moments as well it's like and also um his buddy um um kevin mcguire who's also like a veteran dc um guy he's the guy who helped illustrate the, the classic justice league run um from the 80s with um jiffin and dematis um he does like he does a lot of great great work for the couple issues that he's called in to like to illustrate here it's like and um invisible mafia i'm sorry um action comics has um that's some it, it has like a lot of different artists from um patrick gleason to ryan souk to like yannick paquette um steve epting and simon kajonski each did a volume of peace and then um john john Romita jr basically issued the last two volumes and it's and his work is like you know as energetic it's like it's like and spot on as you you'd expect from the man it's like i i really like it and i think that you know the art for like, for all the stuff is really strong it's like is it enough to like basically say like something i want to recommend to everyone no but i think that in the end like if you like bendis it's like and if you like superman it's like then yeah i'd say you probably want to give it a shot at some point maybe wait until dc starts releasing you know like big volumes of his of the stuff like i can't remember if they have they probably already have but yeah once they really start releasing like his like versions of it, like collection of his stuff like you know in omnibus format then yeah i'd say check it out so not not the greatest superman run of all time no not by any means but overall it's like a lot of fun and like i said it's, it's it's got a lot of little things that i liked a lot about it at the end so there you go well, that sounds cool um so oh all right well that sounds like a little bit of a recommend on your i do it's like yeah i like it it's like i i said i enjoyed rereading this stuff cool you know what you're going to be talking about next time well it's like everything go, goes well then yeah rob will be back with us to talk about x-men the hellfire hellfire gala and how the x-men are going um inter, like interplanetary it's like in their in the next stage of their run interplanetary well that sounds awesome so we'll check it out next time on comic picks by the click all right laters